You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Nick, how are you? What's going on, guys? Great to be on with hey, you. Man. I don't know if my fiance would like that as a doorbell ring, but I like it very much. You could just walk around the house and say, listen to that, honey. That's yep, fabulous. She, she has a front row, front row seat to the Nick Costler show every single day. I think she's probably good. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I, I like that a lot. Big weekend, super wild card weekend. Did it? I thought it was fabulous. It was fun to watch. I enjoyed having, you know, like constant stream of NFL games and the, the six worked for me. Did it seem to work for folks who like to wager on games? Uh, well, I mean, for me, maybe not so much because the games didn't necessarily go my way with a lot of the sides. Now, the Cowboys were my favorite one, and that was able to cash Monday night, so that was great. But, I mean, like, we get to this point in the NFL playoffs, and I talked about this with you guys last week, and, like, the point spreads are just right, and these become bet-your-opinion games, and it's like flip a coin in the fourth quarter. Like, I, I had the Chargers last week against the Jaguars. Like, was I wrong to make that bet? Like, the people that took the Jaguars and are doing their victory laps, like, oh, Jaguars told you. It's like, really? They were down 27 nothing. Yeah. It's just like, th- this is the knife edge that these games operate on for the most part. So it is what it is. You dust yourself off, try to make the best bets you can, and not keep firing away, and we'll do that this weekend with the divisional round. All right, Nick, educational question here for the newbies in Ohio. Um, a lot of times these uh, betting websites have um, parlays that they build together and that they put them out there, but then you have the option of building your own parlay. I, I know bet responsibly. I get all that stuff, but – What's your philosophy on building your own parlay versus the parlay that maybe these sites are putting together? Yeah, I mean, just like, no, like the thing with the parlay that's really attractive to people is it's bet a lot to win a little, right? Which obviously right. which obviously sounds awesome. Mm-hmm. The thing with the parlay is that you need to win every single leg of the parlay to win your bet. So if you do a six-leg parlay and you create one, and let's say it's a one-game parlay, I do narrative parlays on the show sometimes that I think are fun, which is like, hey, I think like the Chargers-Jaguars last week, it was if I only had a brain, one-game parlay, and it's if... if the Chargers coaching staff had a brain. This is how I think the game should play out, and they're going to win the game. And I ended up hitting every single bet in it, except for the Chargers to win the game. And and I lose the bet as a result. So that's the thing with parlays is, you know, you do a five-teamer, you go, or a five-leg, you go four for five, you lose. Like, you get no money for that. You have to win all five. Every single leg of your parlay has to hit. So, like, you can do them for fun, and, like, they are fun, and, like, I do them sometimes, but they should not be viewed as, like, this grand money-making enterprise that you're entering into. (laughs) Generally, they're what we call, like, a minus EV, like a minus expected value bet, where if you bet parlays, like, and that is, like, your main method of betting, you are going to lose. You will lose in the long run. But that doesn't mean that they're not fun, so just know that going in. I have a question for you about Brown's odds next year with Jim Schwartz as defensive coordinator. If anything's changed on that, you give that some thought. But let's go over the games coming up this weekend and and your thoughts where things might be. Jacksonville at Kansas City. 
Sure. So Kansas City's an eight-and-a-half-point home favorite. The total is 53. Uh, the point spread is totally fine here. These two teams played back on November 13th at Arrowhead. Kansas City closed a 10-point favorite. Uh, they won the game by 10, dominated the game statistically. But it's a different Jaguars team, right? Jacksonville is 7-1 and one since that game was played. So you want to upgrade Jacksonville a little bit. That's how I think we get to this number of Kansas City favored by less than 10, but more than 7. Uh, bet your opinion game, my opinion. I like Kansas City a little bit in the game, but I don't have to bet the side, so I won't. My preferred bet in this game, guys, is going to be the over. It, it's been bet up a little bit. It was 51 and a half. It's been bet to 53. Some, so, so some interest in the over. And I think that interest is appropriate. Uh, the one thing that I think we could be really confident in happening in this game is Kansas City's offense scoring a bunch of points. Every single time Jacksonville's defense has had to step up in class, they give up a lot of points. Now, they could still win those games, right? Or, or at least keep it close because Trevor Lawrence is a singular talent and Doug Peterson's an aggressive and great play caller. But, uh... Yeah, I, I think Kansas City's going to score, and then you get Jacksonville in comeback mode, and we know that Trevor Lawrence has been great in that mode. So over 53 would be my bet with the Jaguars and the Chiefs. Make me bet the game, I would bet Kansas City, but I don't think I will have a bet on the side. The Saturday night game, New York Giants at Philadelphia Eagles. This one requires a little unpacking just from a point spread perspective because I think it tells us something about the game. So Philly is a 7.5-point favorite against my hometown team, my favorite team, the Giants. The total in the game is 48. So for context, these two teams played about two months ago at MetLife, right, where the Giants play. And Philly was a seven-and-a-half-point road favorite in that game. So if you fl- if you flip home field, like the implication here is that Philadelphia should be more than a 10-point favorite in this game. Then you factor in the fact that Philly is coming off a bye week, which is a massive advantage and is always built into the spread. And you give them a little extra bump for home field because it's a playoff game. Yet the point spread is the exact same as it was when they played in New Jersey as it is for this playoff game in Philadelphia. So it can mean one of two things, and I I would encourage you guys and like the listeners to think about this. Like, what do you think the answer to this question is? Is this like people are really upgrading the Giants? Like, do you think the Giants are that much better from that point to this point? Obviously, look great last week in beating the Vikings, who were fraudulent, but still, like the Giants were able to win that game. Is this more about the Giants and like the familiarity of a third meeting and like trusting Brian Dable to put together a good game plan? Or is this pessimism about the health of Eagles quarterback Jalen Hurts? Um, he's practicing in full thus far this week. He also practiced in full the last couple days before week 18 and said after the game that he was not fully healthy. Um, to me, this point spread stinks. I think Philly should be a bigger favorite than this, and I'm saying this as a Giants fan. I think it makes it a really difficult game to bet before the game starts. If you like the Giants, you meaning the person listening to this right now, my advice would be bet the Giants to win the game. Because if the game starts and like Hurts looks like he did in Week 18, and he's throwing the ball away, and he's protecting himself physically, and it's not like barreling into defenders the way that we saw him do when he was en route to maybe winning an MVP award this season, I think the Eagles are going to be in trouble. It's also possible that he looks great in the game on Saturday and the Eagles win by double digits. So tough game to call. I just wanted to present that information to people because the point spread, in my opinion, is a little wacky. Let's go to Sunday. Cincinnati at Buffalo, the game that was called off because of the injury situation. And thank God everybody's, thank God DeMar Hamlin's better. That's fabulous. But here comes that game. What do you think? So uh, let me ask you guys a question, and this could be like just like a simple yes or no. Yes, sir. Do you guys think Buffalo being five-and-a-half-point favorites in this game against Cincinnati, does that feel like too many points and you'd want to bet the Bengals? Yes. Okay. I think like a lot of people will feel that way. I don't. It doesn't mean that I'm going to be right. Sports betting is about probability, not about fortune-telling. Like, I'm not a fortune-teller. But I will try and give you guys like the best – 
guessed I can, like the bet, the, most, the, the bet that I think has the best probability of winning. Um, I think that this point spread is totally fine. So you referenced the Week 17 game, right? The Buffalo played at Cincinnati that was canceled, and thankfully DeMar Hamlin is doing a lot better, right? Yes. So in that game, Buffalo closed. Like the closing spread when the game kicked off, Buffalo was a two-and-a-half-point road favorite at Cincinnati. The implication is that Buffalo is three and a half or four points better than Cincinnati on a neutral field. And now you flip home field and the game's being played in Buffalo with a raucous home field advantage. Like, I think five and a half is totally fine. I would play the Bills up to five and a half. That's the point spread now. Six would be where I would stop. And my sense is, is that if this ever went up to six, Cincinnati would get bet immediately by people with influence and this would get driven back down to five and a half. So the point spread is fine. Now look, like people out there can still like Cincinnati. Joe Burrow is kind of like a singular talent right, and that he's able to keep game closest single-handedly. We saw it throughout the playoffs last year. I just really disagree, guys, with the assertion and the narrative that Buffalo, Kansas City, and Cincinnati are all, like, in the same tier. They're all, like, the same team. Uh, I think Buffalo is is the best team. I think Buffalo's better than Kansas City and better than Cincinnati. I would only bet Buffalo in this game, and the total is interesting as well. I'll give you, like, a little bit on this. So, this opened 50, guys, currently sitting at 48. The, the reason why it's dropped is because of potential inclement weather in the forecast on Sunday in Buffalo, right? What a shock. Like, outdoors in January in Buffalo, like, weather could potentially be bad. There is some snow in the forecast for the second half. There is wind in the forecast throughout the game. So maybe we get to game time, and it's like Saturday in San Francisco when the weather report said, hey, maybe there's going to be, like, a monsoon, and there's no <laughs> rain at all. Weather's fickle, right? Maybe there's no weather, and the weather's fine, and it's just cold. Or maybe it's a winter wonderland on Sunday. So just saying, like, if you're going to bet the total of this game or if you're interested in that like you kind of need to wait till Sunday to see what this is going to be because if the weather's fine this is going to be a shootout because Buffalo's going to score in the game and since he's going to have to play in catch-up mode and if the wind is really bad like this could easily go under and I actually think that favors Buffalo with the three injuries on Cincinnati's offensive line and Josh Allen's ability in the run game and his strong arm to sling it through the wind so there's the analysis there for the Bills and the Bengals and finally Dallas San Francisco yeah, for people of a certain age, like me, I turned 40, 40 later this year. Uh, this really does something for me, this matchup. Like, obviously, three straight NFC Championship games in the 90s. Like, a rivalry renewed, two legacy franchises in the NFL is absolutely awesome. So, San Francisco is a four-point home favorite right now against the Cowboys. The total here is 46. I expect the line to kind of be in this range for the entire week. Like, San Francisco three and a half or San Francisco four. My opinion is the point spread's fine, basically, is what I'm trying to say. My opinion is is that I like Dallas in the game. I'm going to bet Dallas to win the game. Uh, I think Dak has kind of found something a little bit. We saw that on Monday night. He was spectacular in ripping up the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And for people that will be quick to say, well, you know, Tampa's defense and San Francisco's defense, there's a difference. San Francisco's secondary has been getting ripped up the last couple of weeks. Week 17 against Jarrett Stidham and the Raiders, making his first start. That game went to overtime. They scored 34 points. Points. David Blau and the Cardinals C team, not even B team, moved the football on the secondary in week 18. Unless we forget, I know the final score of the game like indicates blowout. Seattle was literally driving with five minutes to go in the third quarter to take the lead on Saturday in the wild card game before Geno Smith fumbled and the floodgates kind of opened from there. And DK Metcalf was having a huge game up until that point. I absolutely believe that Dak Prescott and the Cowboys can move the football through the air in this game against the 49ers secondary. So I would bet the Cowboys. But the bet that I really like in this game, guys, is the over. I want to go over 46 here. San Francisco's offense is defense proof. Like, it's 
Brock Purdy's going to get the ball and he's going to throw it to the guys that are electric after the catch, like Kittle, Debo, Ayuk, McCaffrey. They'll be able to score on anyone. And I think Dallas can score as well here. I like over 46, and you can find this at BetMGM, highest scoring game of the weekend. Dallas, San Francisco has the longest odds, about plus 425. I think this could be a shootout and end up being the highest scoring game of the weekend. So I'll play over 46 with Dallas and the Niners. Hmm. All right, one last question for you just for me. And I'm wondering the relationship because it might seem obvious, but I'm wondering if it is. Um, Disney said that the the Cowboys Bucks game was their most watched NFL game since 1999. 30.6 million viewers for that game. I, I, I'm I'm assuming the answer is obvious, this, but I'm just curious your take on it. What does that mean as far as gambling input into one of these games? Um. Well, I mean, I guess like what you could say is I don't think it has anything to do with like the television rating. Sure. But but it's it's a severe rest disadvantage for the Cowboys in this game. So because Dal- now I think the way that this is going to shake out now with Super Wild Card Weekend is a four-five game is always going to be on Monday night. Like the Monday night game is always going to be a four seed versus a five seed because you want to know like basically like teams need to know like where they're going. So we knew that the winner of Dallas and Tampa was going to San Francisco. Like it wasn't up in the air like like if one team wins then this team goes there. Both teams knew that they were going to go to San Francisco. That's why we see that. And then I think ESPN got thrown a bone with Buck and Aikman now, and like ESPN kind of made a stink that they want better games on. Monday night, which we're starting to get now. I think that's why you saw the Cowboys and Niners on Monday night. It popped a huge rating, obviously. Now, the rest advantage here, because of this, big-time favors San Francisco. Think about it, right? Dallas played on Monday. Now they're playing on Sunday. Short week. San Francisco played on Saturday. Now they're playing on Sunday. So an extra day of preparation for the Niners, one less day of preparation for the Cowboys. So the one way it impacts betting, I think it it, it makes you like San Francisco a little more if you like the Niners. Again, I like the on-field matchup for Dallas, so I'll take the points with Dallas and I like Dallas to win the game, but that would be the impact, right? Dallas had to play on Monday. Now they got to play on Sunday. San Francisco played on Saturday, and now it gets to play on Sunday. Awesome. Great stuff, Nick. As Thank always. you, Nick. You got it. Wishing everybody minimal sweats, winning bets, the absolute very best of luck. Let's get it this weekend. There it is. Thank you, Nick. See you. Got it. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 